Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo and I'm excited about this message tonight. In this broadcast, you know, and I like to give people a chance to jump on for a minute, but I want to dive right in as well because many times we just run out of time and I don't want that to happen. So um, anyway, we're just going to dive right in. But in this broadcast, I'm going to be talking about it's time to awaken and go forth in God's power. But how are you going to do that? Here's the key. Faith without works is dead. And I'll tell you, from my understanding, you know, with, with Christians, a lot of people, a lot of Christians are confused by that statement because in one breath, you know, you're saying, but it's not about works. And in the next breath, right, the word of God says faith without works is dead. Okay. But we're talking about faith. Faith is the subject. Faith without works is dead. Okay. So what does that mean? What does that even mean? It's not about performance. Absolutely, it's not about performance, right? When you think performance, you think about the law, right? And Jesus redeemed us from the law, and now it's the law of the Spirit that is written in our hearts. And we, you know, as Christians, if you've got Christ living in you, you live by the Spirit of God. And if you're living by the Spirit of God, then you are going to, you know, keep the commandments. You are going to do what God said to do. Now, Jesus only gave us two. Boy, I'll tell you, I have notes, but when the Holy Spirit starts speaking through me, I have to go with him. So anyway, so Jesus said, love God and love people. And all the law and the prophets are wrapped up in those two commandments. Okay, so talking about faith without works is dead. Okay, so what does that mean? Again, it's not about performance where you're doing things to get God's approval. No you're already approved, okay? Jesus loves you just the way you are, okay? People think that they can't go to God because their lives are too messed up. No, that's the very reason you need to go to God and, you know, get Christ living inside of you because with the Spirit of God in you, now you have life. If you don't have the Spirit of God in you, the Bible says you're dead, right? The Word of God, if you've got Christ, you're living. If you don't have Christ, you're dead. So, I mean, that's the word of God. That's not my words. So it's not about performance, but instead, it's about believing God. Truly, truly, you know, Jesus said, have faith in God. Have faith also in me. Okay, well, and he was God, but he was also part man on the earth. Remember, Jesus left his place in heaven to come to earth as a man to take back the authority from Satan. So while he walked the earth, Jesus was a man. I'm gonna cover that in a few more minutes. But so faith without works is dead. Not about performance, it's about believing God, speaking what God's word says, and then you act on it. That's what it means. Faith without works is dead. So what that means is if you really have faith, if you're believing what God said, if you're believing that you're healed, you're going to act healed. Now, that's not saying, you know, maybe the doctor tells you you have cancer and or you have a there, there's a big tumor that's very, you know, visible, right? And you're saying, I don't have cancer. No, no, no. That's like denial. But what you need to say is, by his stripes, I'm healed. And you let those words come out of your mouth. Okay? So 
the bottom line is faith without works. That means is dead. That means it's of no effect. If you believe God, but you're not acting like you believe God, then your faith is dead. Faith without works is dead. So that's what that means. Now, we hear so much about identity. How are you going to awaken and go forth? Realize that faith without works is dead. Meaning, if you have faith in God, you believe God, you're going to speak the word of God, and you're going to act on the word of God. You're going to act like it's true, right? Because, listen, you only ever act on what you believe. Think about this. In your day-to-day-to-day, right, how do you go to the store? How do you go to work? Because you believe that you're going, and you act on that. You speak it, I'm going to work, and you go to work, right? So this is... Um, God's really given me, and I'm so grateful to him that he's given me an ability to break things down in the most simplest way, because that's how I understand. If someone's talking over my head, they lost me. So I hope that, you know, this, this makes sense for you. So we hear so much about identity and yes, that's the key because again, you have to know, okay, here, bottom line, identity. I know there's all these teachings on it out there. It's simple. Here's the, here's your identity. If you have Christ, the spirit of God is living inside of you. You are a child of God. That's your identity. That's your identity. So, you know what? Someone just said on here, and I don't want to get off topic. Um, Lisa, it's been a long time since I've seen you. God bless you. God bless you too, Lizette. It's because faith, Facebook had changed their algorithms and the way that they are displaying, um, you know, people's live videos. So the best thing to do is to set your notifications. I think it's the top three buttons on your Facebook um, profile or whatever, and you can set, or in the settings, and you can set notifications to know when I go live or to, um, to see my posts first. So I hope that helps. So back to identity. You know, again, all these elaborate teachings out there, it's simple. If you have Christ, you have the Spirit of God living in you. You are either God's son or God's daughter. You are a child of God. That's your identity. Your identity is not what you do for a living, and it's not, um, you know, what your sickness is. Oh, my gosh, if you're sick, right? That's not who you are. You are a child of God if Christ is, you know, is your Savior of Jesus. If you, okay, I get so excited <laughs> and I get tongue-tied. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So that's your identity. If Christ lives in you, you have the spirit of God living in you. You are a child of God. Okay. Galatians 4, 6. This is the word of God. Galatians 4, 6. And because you are sons, right? Now remember, God refers to us, you know, as sons of God. All of us, right? Meaning all of those who are in Christ. And men, you are the bride of Christ as well. So when I say sons of God, it's sons, daughters, it's you're a child of God. Okay? Galatians 4, 6, verse 6. And because you are sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father. Right? So what does that mean? You're a child of God just like Jesus was in and is God's child or God's son. All right? And, and then verse 7 says, so you are no longer a slave, but a son, right? And since you are a son, you also are an heir through God. You are an heir, a joint heir, a sibling, a joint heir. Well, an heir is, is you know, they leave inheritance. You're a joint heir. You are an heir. 
an inheritance. Jesus' inheritance was left to you, but yet he is your Lord, he is your Savior, he is your big brother. His spirit lives in you, and you're supposed to, and I'm supposed to, walk just as he did on this earth because we are sons and daughters of God. Glory to God. So this means because you have Jesus, and I know I've said this like five times already, so I know that there's some people's personalities who, you know, will hear this and be like, she said that like five times. Well, guess what? In the Bible, how many times are things repeated? This is how you get it. You've got to hear it. Faith comes by hearing over and over and over. Yes, Lorraine said yes. Thank you, baby, for being in agreement with me. But it's the truth, right? So this means because you have Jesus living on the inside of you, by the Holy Spirit, it's the Spirit of Jesus, right? Galatians 4, 6 says it. You are God's son or daughter, literally. Literally. Literally, right? So if you focus, if you focus, on the fact, the truth, that you are God's son or daughter. How, I mean, like really focus on it in your day-to-day. -day. I'm God's son. I'm God's daughter. Today I was driving in my car going, God is my father. I am God's daughter. Like, and you speak those words, oh my gosh. Faith comes by hearing. And when you hear your own words speaking the truths from God's word and what he says about you, how much more confident are you going to be? In your day-to-day -day. you are gonna I'm telling you that will awaken you and you will go forth in the power of God I love it right <laughs> your daddy is I want to say the king of the universe and Jesus is the king of kings Jesus is the king of kings we're the kings that Jesus is the king of right and Jesus said that his father our father is greater than him but all authority in heaven and on earth has been given by Father God to Jesus. Jesus has now turned around and given you and me authority over all the power of the enemy, all the power of the devil. Oh my gosh, I have so much to cover here. I need to, I want to, I want to, I want to stay on my notes. You know, sometimes children try to manipulate their parents because they know that their parents love them. You can't manipulate God though, because God knows your heart. He made you. He loves you. He knows you by name. And the great thing about God is that you can go to him at any time. Literally, you can just, you know, my husband said to me recently, you know, Lise, it's so nice that in the middle of just things going on, life, day to day, you know, sometimes you could think, you know, chaotic stuff just going on all around you. You, he said, it's so nice that you could just close your eyes and be with the Lord. Like, tune out everything else and just be alone with your father, right? With Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, because they're three in one. They're in us, we're in them. Mm, so beautiful. So you could talk to him anytime about anything. And this is what he gave you the Holy Spirit for. He will respond. God responds to us. How? Through the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. It's beautiful. He's beautiful right? Not it. He is beautiful, but it's a beautiful thing that that happens. Okay. And remember that Jesus is our model. And, you know, I guess you could say God really has given me a healing ministry, but it's the ministry of Jesus, right? Jesus, he, he, he taught, he preached, and he healed. That's what he did. And of course he saved, but he, while he walked here on the earth, he is our model. Jesus never said, Father, heal this person. 
He never did. Jesus did it. And you and I are supposed to do it. Jesus said, go do it. Go heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Now, we know that it's his power. Jesus said, even Jesus said, it's the Father in me that does the works. But Jesus spoke in the first person, I will come and heal him. Lazarus is dead. I go to wake him up. You and I are supposed to do the same thing. And let me tell you something. Christians, religious spirits, I said this last time, they will come out of the woodworks. Who do you think you are? Oh, you calling yourself a healer? No, God heals through me. But, you know, he... <laughs> he uses people. We are supposed to be his representatives here on the earth. That's why he placed his Holy Spirit in you and me. Okay, so just like Jesus did it, we're supposed to do it. Excuse me one second. Mm. Talking too much. My throat was getting dry. <clears throat> okay, so Luke 10, 19, I mentioned it before. Jesus gave you authority over all the power of the enemy and said that nothing will by any means harm you. Okay, so you've got to know what's available to you as a child of God, okay? How are you going to go forth in the boldness? Number one, you got to realize who you are, that Christ lives in you. You are a child of the Most High, so you have a right. You have a right to, uh, to, uh, to go after and conquer, right? You are victorious through Christ who lives in you. And you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. You can do all things, remember, but not all things are profitable to do. You want to make sure that you've got the Holy Ghost leading you, guiding you. And, and listen, I don't mean, you know, where, where you don't want to step out of your comfort zone and just go and go and heal somebody, right? Jesus said, go and do it. Right? But a lot of times, and I used to do this too, Lord, show me who, who should I go and lay hands on? You don't have to do that. You see somebody who needs it, you need to go. Unless the Holy Spirit specifically is like, he's not going to tell you not to go and heal somebody. However, if there's, um, I guess, you know, what's coming to me is if the person is, you know, has a, I don't know if they're a killer or something like that, but you know, you still have authority, but you use wisdom. But my point is, is if you see somebody sick, you know, you are God's representative. The Holy Spirit will show you what to say, you know, what to say to them, who to talk to. You, you get my point, right? Of course, in this day and age, you want to use wisdom, but the Holy Spirit is the spirit of wisdom. He will give you wisdom. Okay. So, okay. I'm talking about Stepping out into boldness and doing what God wants you to do versus staying in your comfort zone. So hear my heart on what I'm saying, okay? Jesus said you have authority over all the power of the enemy. And listen, if you're about to walk into some place and it's dangerous and you've got the Holy Spirit, he will tell you, but you better be sensitive walking with God, okay? Because to the um, effect, okay, okay, Lisa, you may have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, and if you have Christ in you, you absolutely do. But you are going to determine how much of that of the Holy Spirit you allow to come out by submitting yourself to Him, by deciding to do what He wants to do. Okay, so I needed to say that simply. So you've got to know what's available to you as a son or daughter of God, and son or, a son or daughter of God, right? As a child of God. And when I say child, I don't mean like a little child, like you, you could be grown, but you're still God's child, 
my son is going to be 30 years old in a few weeks. Well, guess what? No, not a few weeks, like in a month. But he's still my child to me, right? You are God's child. Okay, so Jesus left you his inheritance. Okay, I need to clarify this. I don't know why, but I feel like there's some people watching and, you know, Christians have, um, they are... No, uh, they are known for, you know, almost like attacking with words, like, like, oh, but the words and dip, but, 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 but. First of all, we need to be united in the spirit, not attacking each other, but going after the enemy. Okay, as Christians, we are not enemies. We're on the same team. Let's support each other. Let's lift one one another up. So anyway, I just wanted to clarify because. Um, the Bible talks about becoming mature in Christ, right? But when I say you're God's child, I just mean that he's your daddy. Okay, I needed to break that down for somebody. Okay, so all that Jesus had, he left as an inheritance for you. He traded places with you, right? We don't have to go to the cross. He became sin for us so that we could have his life and life more abundantly, right? And Proverbs 4.22 says that the word of God, who we know is Jesus, the word of God is life to those that find them and health to all their flesh, to your whole body. The word of God is the answer. Jesus is the answer. He paid the price. I have so many videos on, you know, healing and receiving healing, but okay. So, you know, just look around you. Sickness alone makes me want to conquer and just go after like the enemy and, and ugh, it makes me want to go after. I can't stand to see people sick. I can't. I, I hate it. I hate sickness with a passion. And you know what? If you do too, that just means that you're very compassionate toward people and to know that you can help them. And you know what the most frustrating thing is? Is And I, I can only imagine how Jesus, I can only imagine, and I'm sure I can't even fully imagine, how he must have felt knowing that he could help everybody, but they wouldn't let him, or they would persecute him, or they would just, you know, revile him and call him names, and he's a devil, and all this garbage, because they were so deceived, they were so self-righteous, ew, right? Jesus said that the kingdom of God belongs to, you have to have childlike faith. What does a child do? You know, unless they've, you know, been hurt so much, but a child that is well loved and cared for, they trust their father. That's how God wants us to be with him and just trust and believe. And the thing is, is if you're a little child and you believe your father and he says, my son or my daughter, I've given you authority Go and conquer sickness everywhere you see it. Use my name and trust me, I will work through you. Whoa, right? You would be like, okay, daddy. And you would go out there like a superhero. My daddy said it, I can do it. Let me tell you something. That just came from the Holy Ghost and that just ministered to me. Thank you so much, Father. Whoa. You know, Jesus said, open your mouth and I'll fill it, right? By the Holy Spirit. Ah, God is so good. I just get really excited. I am on fire and passionate. Kenneth Hagen Sr. said that 
uh, he was one of the great, um, you know, people of faith and taught on healing and stuff like that. He's awesome. Kenneth Hagen Sr. I mean, Kenneth Hagen, his, his son has a ministry as well, but I have a whole library of the Kenneth E. Hagen books. And Kenneth E. Hagen, right, Kenneth Hagen Sr. is Kenneth E. Hagen. He said that Jesus um, used uh, healing like a dinner bell to bring people to God. I think that's awesome, right? Isn't that awesome? We need to do the same thing. So remember, again, faith without works, without actually stepping out and doing it, is dead. We got to do it. We got to step out. So again, and I said this, you know, I think I made a really good point just now and, and that came from God. I don't even take the credit for it, but how God just said, come as a little child and really imagine him saying to you or Jesus saying to you, go, I've given you my authority. Come like a child. I've given you my authority. You have authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. Oh, I have a burn on my hand. I did. I burned my hand a few hours ago, but it's fine. And then I had to get ready for the broadcast. So I really haven't even taken the time to speak to it, but I will. <laughs> but I will. So in any event, I should have just nipped it as soon as it happened, right? Just busy. See, and sometimes that happens to us and then we're like, oh, why have I tolerated this, right? Just handle it. I'm telling you, we've got to get to a place where more and more we start thinking and focusing on the fact that we have authority over all the power of the enemy and we can go and help people everywhere. Oh my Lord. You know, I want to, I want to make a point here. You know, when Jesus walked here on the earth, right? We know that he was God, but he, he's God's son and he is God and he came to earth as a man. He was part God and part human. Mary, you know, was his mother and and God, you know, the Holy Spirit overshadowed him and God was his father. Well, God was showing me this, that on the earth, Jesus, when in Mark 5, when the women, when the woman with the issue of blood came forth in the crowd and touched him, touched the hem of his garment, he didn't know who touched him. Even though he was a prophet, he was the creator of the universe, right? He didn't know who touched him. That was showing me like that was like the human side. When he went and, you know, the fig tree didn't have figs on it, he didn't know that. He saw the fig tree and, you know, thought, oh, well, I'm hungry and it, it has figs and, and it didn't have figs. And so the Lord was showing me that, you know, sometimes we think, but that was Jesus. I can't do that. Yes, but his spirit is in you. God put the spirit. And remember, now, when Jesus left the earth, boom, fully, you know, um, um, he's all-knowing, all-powerful, all-everything. He's the creator of the universe. But what I'm saying is, while he was here on the earth, Jesus was limited to his physical body, right? But now there's absolutely no limits. And there is no limits with the Holy Spirit. So I just wanted, you know, God wants us to know that just as Jesus walked here on the earth, okay, we've got human parents, we're in a physical body, but by the, because of the spirit of God living on the inside of you, you are not limited to the power of God being released through you to help people, right? The same, Jesus said in John 14, 12, the same works he said, truly, truly, and Jesus never lied, truly, we need to believe him. 
He said, truly, the same word, the, for, for those who believe, those who believe, that's you and me, those who believe will do the same works that I do and even greater works. Why? Because I go to the Father, right? So Jesus was a man full of the Spirit of God here on the earth. You and I, men and women of God, sons and daughters, even children, we are to be so full of the Spirit of God here on the earth so that we can walk like Jesus. And listen, I haven't arrived, but I am working on it. I am working on it, and I have made this my life focus and mission. I am going after this with everything I have. I am more passionate about Jesus Christ than anything on the planet. Why? Because I know his love for me. I've seen too much. One day I'll share my story in full. You know, you know that I had an addiction to psychics and, you know, train wreck and relationships of the past. There's more. And you know something? What God had me overcome? Oh my gosh. It, I, I'm just saying this is why I can, you know, when I first became um, a nutrition coach back in 2006, I never wanted to touch the emotional side of anything. I just wanted to deal with straight nutrition for someone's body. And let me tell you something. Now, all I want to do is help people with the emotional stuff and with sickness and all this because I really and truly understand the Word of God. I did the other stuff, you know, with nutrition. Nutrition is a chink. Yes, it's important. God gave us physical bodies. He told us what to eat. That is important. You know, you've got to... Um, sleep, sleep is crucial for good health, for the immune system. You know what? Maybe I'll do a, a thing on, you know, health one day and nutrition. But, but what I'm saying is he started me with that so that I could see that is not the end all be all. His word. You know, the spiritual is the parent of the natural. It's the parent. So God's word transcends, uh, you know, the physical body, God's word, God's power release, believing, speaking, acting on it. That is what brings the manifestation. But if you're only relying on the wisdom of man to heal you of, you know, cancer or any, any type of health challenge, you are, you're limiting yourself and you're deceived into thinking that that's the, the only way. Let me tell you something. God's word, just that, can do it. And just that, I've seen too much. I've seen too much. God's word, it will heal anybody if they do it. Now, the Holy Spirit in you will show you what do you need to do? What do you need to eat? What do you need to be speaking God's word? The Holy Spirit will tell you, okay, it's 10 o'clock. You really need to go to bed. The Holy Spirit in you, Christ in you. I'm telling you, Jesus is the answer to everything. The word of God, again, it's life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Oh my, okay, I can't even believe this. I'm like half done with the stuff that I wanted to talk about. And <laughs> um, oh boy, I didn't even get to the scriptures that I wanted to talk about. But you know something, when the Holy Spirit is talking, I have to just go with him and let him talk. Okay. I know that, um, listen, we live in physical bodies and God has given us amazing things 
for our bodies, you know, um, and not this is not a product centered call because I know that a lot of people, you know, I know that the cannabis um, oil and all this stuff is one of the latest things that, you know, a lot of people are talking about. And I believe it can it can help. Now, apparently, I don't know enough about it to talk about it. And some of you may, might be like, oh, marijuana. That's what I thought, too. I don't know enough about it to talk about it, but that's not my focus. My focus is on healing God's way through the Word of God. And let the Holy Spirit tell you what you need to do. Do I think you need to educate yourself? Absolutely. What is good for the immune system? Absolutely. Learn these things, but don't put all your... Um, you know, all your trust in the wisdom of man. Don't do that because you will hurt yourself. And then when the doctors and that stuff isn't working because maybe it's a nasty, unclean spirit, you're not going to know what to do about it. I tell you, I cover this on many videos. So in any event, I just wanted to, you know what, we're out of time tonight, but I want to pray for you real quick, okay? If you've got anything going on in your body right now, well, let me just mention, make sure that you go to my website at lisabuldo.com and get the seven scriptures that God gave me personally, not because I'm sick, but he gave it to me personally for you so that you can stand, and for me, of course, for anybody, that so that it's seven scriptures to stand on for your healing. And it also has a training video there. And go there. It's free on my website. You know, Jesus said, freely you've received, freely give. He was talking about the spirit of God in you. You know, you have the power of God. Go and heal people. Go heal them. You know, go and give them Jesus, right? Now, obviously, I, you know, I understand if you're doing counseling services or, you know, I charge for, for consulting, you know, and stuff like that as well, but freely you've received, freely give. Go and heal the Cast out devils, raise the dead. This is what we need to be doing. So I'm saying that my connection is not very good. So anyway, right now, if you've got anything going on in your body, I just want to say to you <clears throat> right now, in Jesus' name, by the stripes of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I declare and decree and I command your body to be made perfectly well, whole, right now, in Jesus' name. And you know what? I know that this is, boy, my hands look big, but as close as I get to the camera, they're really not. They're small. But in any event, I'm putting my hands up. You can feel free to put your hands up and touch mine. In Jesus' name, I command you, be made whole right now in Jesus' name. I command any unclean spirit to leave you now in Jesus' name and not return. Be made whole from your head to your toes. Be healed. I was going to say be cleansed in Jesus' name right now. Amen and amen. And that's how you do it. So glory to God. If this has been a blessing to, to you tonight, and I, I'm, I just, I know it has, I ask you to share this video. Let's advance God's kingdom together. I love you. I bless you. And I'll see you next time on The Victorious Life. And I'll see you hopefully before that. All right. God bless you. See you soon.